0: This week on three sides of the coin, I'm actually back. I've been like on a hiatus for some reason. I don't think they love me anymore. but anyway, I'm back this week. We're, ta- <laughs> we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about the end of the world tour. End of the what? End of the end of the end of the road. Of the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's really discombobulated today.
0: I am, It's. I'm very flustered today, and I apologize. I'm not in my normal routine. So join us today and we'll talk about that. And then you get to see my new tattoo.
2: This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and shocker tea? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hours of KISS Radio. Every week, Three Sides of the Coin Radio. Live, Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific. Monsters of Rock Channel, Dash Radio Network. We program the radio show. We pick the songs. No corporate overlord telling us what to play. Only kiss deep cuts. We play the songs the fans really want to hear. Three sides of the coin radio. Every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific.
3: The answer is always, I hope it's not
2: laundry. (laughs)
4: Paying customers only.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let let we'll start the we'll start the show and Lisa can jump in whenever she's ready. Okay. Sound good. Sounds hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides, sides, sides <laughs> with an S of the coin, I'm one of your three co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, there's Tommy, there's Mark. Woo-hoo! And and I, I gotta say, new shirt in rotation. We never know what's gonna pop up on the screen every week.
4: Yeah, We're getting ready for Saturday.
1: You gonna go see them?
4: Mm-hmm. Going to Toronto, man. Hey.
1: Okay. Hey. Cool.
4: Okay. And then the following Saturday, I'm going to Toronto again to see the hottest it's... band in the world. Very cool. I just got my tickets. Who's that the garbage? Yep. So, ask Tommy. Okay. I just got my tickets the other day. And then uh, the following week, I'll be in Buffalo seeing Kiss. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, I'll be here seeing Ted Nugent. So, And then well, two weeks after that, we're going to, to Tampa to see Frampton again. So, I've, uh,
1: I've got all of you guys topped next week. And I'm not a top, by the way. Um, Marcus.
4: Marcus. <laughs> Oh, of course. Never...
1: Um, next week, I'm going to go see JoJo Siwa in Congress. I only
4: know what that is because what you said, I have I've never even heard so, of that. So,
1: so somebody goes, what is JoJo or who is JoJo? I go, she is the Britney Spears of 2019. Let's put it that way. Okay. She's some Nickelodeon TV star, singer, internet sensation, All I know is my five-year-old daughter is just crazy about it. And she's like, because JoJo sells clothes and hair bows and, you know, everything under the sun, which she wants all of it. So she's touring and she's, I kid you not, selling out major arenas all across the
4: U.S. Amazing. Sa- sa- the same amazing.
1: arena that Kiss is going to be playing in a month later, she's playing over in Oakland, the Oakland Coliseum, next week. And I'm going to surprise Julie. We're going to pick her up from um, camp and just tell her it's a daddy date night and we're going somewhere special. She's going to walk in and it's going to be fifteen thousand screaming JoJo fans. Oh God. <laughs>
3: Is that anything like Nanny G-Spot?
1: Huh? What?
3: From the from uh, Cheers. What? The Cheers episode with Woody where he falls in love with that. Sounds like the same type of performer. They call her Nanny G. Uh, I
1: never heard, I no, no, I don't remember that episode. I don't remember the show, but I don't wow, that just brought the show down to a screeching halt. Yep. <laughs> Tommy did no his longer. job.
4: No longer... <laughs> No, no longer high noon on my sundial. We're uh, right about twelve thirty now.
3: If <laughs> you want to you know something that works great for me? that makes me more comfortable. I don't like that
4: thing in your eye.
1: But I am going R- to go R- see. R- I'm R- going to go see Kiss next month. They're coming yes. to Oakland, September sixteenth. So I'll go see them on the sixteenth. I'm R- I'm still R- debating on whether Friday. to take. I'm, I'm debating whether to take Tooley to go see them.
3: Oh, yeah, she had fun last time, but she left right away. So Yeah, that's I mean, the
1: only downside. If she does go, odds are we probably won't sit through we won't be there for the whole concert.
3: Right. And you should stay for the whole thing.
1: But but you know, I kind of want to experience it with her. I mean, that's part of the it. fun is experiencing it with your kid, even if it is only half a show. I mean, you know, I've seen Kiss so many times, it's not going to kill me and God knows and this is kind of a segue into what we'll talk about later, this tour is not over this year. I mean... No. <laughs> there's going to be plenty of opportunity to see Kiss in concert. That's true. That's true. So, Tommy, I'm rolling the dice here. You got any comments to share?
3: Yes, I do. Holy
1: uh, crap. I,
3: I do. I am organized. So, <laughs> um... Michael Katsalos uh, on YouTube talking about the latest episode said, my first three Kiss albums were Dynasty, Unmasked, and The Elder. I I love those albums and listen to them frequently. It takes me right back to when I was 10 years old. They are very sentimental albums for me. To me, that drives home what we keep talking about, that everybody's point in time for this band is different, and it's all right. Nothing is wrong because you
4: find
1: them when you find them.
4: Yep. Yep. Jump on when you jump on the bus. And who's ever in the bus, are, that's who you're going to remember that, first. That's who it's,
1: you like. That's what makes the impression and lasts total, with total
4: you. makes sense. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah,
4: yeah. and and uh, Rick
3: Dusk says, Nick told some great stories. What a great guest. Thanks so much. So people are really enjoying the, the latest episode with Rick. And uh, did the Kulik Nick. thing happen
1: already now? <laughs> okay. No, the, okay. cool, the, the-, the Kulik thing is uh, this Friday. Yeah, it'll, it'll, you're listening to this, it will have already happened. Yeah. But as, yeah, we're, recording, as we're recording this, it's still three days away.
4: It's Tuesday the 6th. Friday will be the 9th.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. You've been doing this for how many years, Tommy? Still confused? Well, I
3: wasn't
4: paying attention to the date. I thought maybe it happened last week. Ah, I,
2: not paying I attention.
4: Nope. This week is next week's last week. Shoot him now. Shoot him now
1: you tommy you are just like some of our many listeners i just wasn't paying attention but i'll comment anyway hey I know
3: what average is
1: do you yeah this show <laughs>
2: <laughs> bingo
1: uh um I, I you know speaking to like this week's show and last week's show to to kind of illustrate how challenging it can be sometimes when we put guests and shows together we've had people who are like boy this show was just a dud boring 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 and literally the exact next comment is this was the most amazing show the stories were incredible
4: so i thought this, the 707 one had that a ton they had a couple of people saying it was boring. The next year, oh, my God, greatest thing ever, ever. And I'm like, it, it really is amazing.
1: It It, it is. I mean, we, we've gotten to the point where we just don't worry about it anymore. Because, oh. you know, how many times have we sat here after a show going, oh, that was just terrible. None of us liked it. Yet, as soon as it goes live, people are like, that was the most incredible show. The stories were great. The guys, whatever it was was great you know we can't second guess
3: well that's why you want to give each show a chance because you never know what it is you're going to connect with like bren was saying to me the other day on the phone that the 707 show is one of his favorites because so much of what was being shared was so similar to his experiences in the music industry
1: Yeah, so you just never know. yep yep any other comments nope
3: that's pretty much it oh so
1: two comments wow you really prepared
3: Well, okay, we can talk about your blurry background if you want.
1: Why? It's just a setting in Skype. You can blur your background.
3: I know that. As of this point right now, there just haven't been many. People are losing interest.
1: Losing interest in? Your background. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love the people are like, why is your background all blurry? I don't know, because I turned a setting on. Here, oh, let me let me really screw with them here. Um. Blue screen. <gasps>
2: Whoa. Oh.
1: What happened? I strong armed myself into Skype. Um, I want to read a comment. This came in um, from our website, three sides the which you can go send us messages there as well. This is from Leo Bennett. I'm not going to read the entire thing because it's like one, two, three, four paragraphs. I'm not going to read it on the show, the whole thing, but I've read it all. He started out with, just got to see the episode with Jan Uhelski. What a great show. Awesome insight. Um, The name association session was one of the best and most profound moments from Three Sides, in my opinion. Maybe I'm just making her descriptions fit what I see from each member, but they were spot on. Doesn't describing Ace as happier on the outside than within seem to fit with a person that battles substances, which ultimately destroys a seemingly dream, life, career in the greatest band ever? Then saying Paul was wounded and detail-oriented, which I associated with micromanagement, it made me rethink some parts of his book with those descriptions in mind. Um, I didn't think you could top Michael James Jackson, but this interview was as great as or better. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Um, it's, just, it's awesome getting comments like that, even if it's for shows that are weeks or months old. I mean, we still get them. So obviously not everybody is watching every episode the day it comes out. I don't know why you're not. You should be. But some of you are still catching up. Send us comments even on old shows. Don't don't feel like you can't send us a message. We yeah. love we love hearing this stuff.
4: It's funny sending a message. A friend of mine who lives down in Florida is going to the show tonight and he's like he's got to drive across a pretty good chunk of real estate and he's like, What time do they go on? <laughs> Running behind. Him. There's a painter first. I That's just, I just told him that. He's like, who's opening, man? I'm like, no, there's no opener.
1: What what is it? 8:45, nine or nine o'clock? Do they go on?
4: It's funny you say that. I, I think it's nine. Text, I'm like, I said, earliest is 8:45, but they usually hit at nine. I said, no opener. A painter does a mural of rockers and stuff at around eight. So I said, you know, it depends on the on the meet and greet line, how quick that goes. Um, yeah. Plus, this being the start of the second part, I don't know if they adjusted anything by you know five ten minutes i don't know so but i I went to a few shows and they did you know vary between quarter two and nine depending on how crazy things were
1: yeah i mean i think it's safe to say be in your seat no later than nine o'clock because anything later than that you really are risking
4: oh for sure the
1: opening of the show
4: Again, I you know if you re- if you if you've got something to do or you've got you get out of work late or whatever as long as you're in your seat by eight thirty you're not going to miss anything and and to, to be fair I, the guy who does the paintings really fun and cool I mean you're you're there for the night enjoy the enjoy it all you know?
1: oh by the way hold on hold on here keep keep chatting amongst yourselves
4: gentlemen okay oh, she's I, one I know she's feeling bad I just saw the uh, I just saw the texts. Mm. What's wrong? What's wrong? Our our uh, our lovely weather girl is um, feeling that her guys have uh, abandoned we've,
1: her. We've forgotten her. Boy, she's such high maintenance.
4: <laughs> you know?
1: Good lord. Good lord.
0: Can you see me?
4: No, not I, at
1: all.
0: I don't see in either.
4: There's the, do you, hit your hit your camera icon.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh it's got a slash through it. Good lord. Mark is giving technical advice. Yeah, I old boy
0: it says easy camera. What's this do? Turn video off? Oh, by Turn the way, Lisa, on. just just
1: so you know, we are recording right now. Yeah, oh,
0: so that's this nice. Why can't I get the camera off?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk dirty to, we're, to we're it. We're not there. I mean, didn't we, have this, didn't we have this problem the last time you were on?
0: No, because I am, te- I am technically inclined, so don't even go there.
4: Ooh, you're such a nice camera. I love you, camera. I'm, I'm telling you, we're to work every time. Shut
0: Shut <laughs> I just don't understand what this means. What's easy camera do? All right. Let me figure out. You know, I was ready for some time, but obviously.
4: Obviously, you weren't. Well, I some,
0: was. I some, somebody I was sent ready. us
1: a message saying, I'm going to be late.
0: No, I said I was ready at. Whoops, hold on. I was ready at.
4: That's the best part. This is being recorded. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, don't
0: care. I was ready. I said, I'm going to be a few minutes late. I said at 5 oh, like, 3 that I was ready.
1: Well, you know Press- what? At 5 o'clock, we started the show.
0: No, you didn't, because I see on here. You're not online, Tommy. Don't go there.
1: Tommy is online.
0: <laughs> well, he He's is right now. Here. But...
1: He's always been online.
0: Sir, I can't forget. I was the...
1: online
3: at a quarter to two, but for some reason, it wasn't showing that for Michael, and we don't know why, so I just called
0: him. All right, so let me try that. Now, did that work? No. No. Did no. this work? I see the line with the slash, but I don't know how to remove the slash from the thing. Just click it. I did that. Hold on. Cool. Oh. Again, I'm not dumb. Let me do audio and video and see what I can um, work out here. Oh, not seeing your webcam. No, learn more. Okay. So, how's everybody doing?
2: We're doing <laughs> oh, wonderful, Lisa. We've missed you.
0: I missed you too. Obviously, I felt like no one cared about me or loved me anymore. But that's okay.
4: By the way, Lisa, did you see who was the first today in the text to ask Lisa to join? Yes, I did. Thank you very
0: yes. much. At least somebody loves me.
4: Exactly.
1: I'm working on my. Um... Just, just, just so you know, Lisa, I can hang up on you now.
3: I Hold know. on,
4: Lisa. Lisa, you do realize that hockey season starts next month, for me. I know. I'm just throwing it out there, so. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Okay, let me see. Check my computer. I've done that. I do have a strong Wi-Fi signal. I see that. Audio, video. By and the right way, you've,
1: you've got a you've got a a sexy raspy voice going today.
0: I know, because you know what I think. I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. I don't know why.
4: We'll ask Brian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Check your systems. Okay, permissions. Private. Oh, you know what. Of- I think on. it's a privacy thing. Go to start, then select settings, privacy. I bet I, that's why I can't turn it on.
3: It's because of the porn cam earlier. Shh.
0: shh, shh.
3: <laughs> Just saying. She's it. not saying that's wrong.
0: Shh. I'm fixing it. Keep that's good. That's nice. We're talking. This is fun. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. I got to find that privacy. Privacy.
1: Something oh, wow! Something happened with audio. Hold on. Don't hit
2: right. that. Whoa, Whoa, Lisa! What are you doing?
1: What
0: happened?
1: You—we're uh, getting feedback through your audio.
0: Okay, hold on. I'll—I'll be, I'll be down in a minute. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Allow access. I for so- All right, now it says... All right, let me try it now. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I didn't realize that there was some weird camera setting on my thing. Why isn't it working? All right, let me try it again. Did the audio thing go away?
3: No, we still got audio problems. I changed out the D-cell batteries.
0: We connect. We cannot connect to your selected camera. Please select a different camera.
1: How many porn How many cams porn? do you have? I told you.
0: What the fuck is an easy camera? All right, I might have to restart my thing. Cause remember, I used this before and it worked just fine.
1: Well, as I Which recall, the, said- la- the last time you were on, it didn't work just fine. You had to get Brian to
4: come help you. No, I didn't. 800 number.
3: Is this the badge cam or are you using the regular one? Oh, God. I use this
4: app. Oh, my God.
0: I swear. And change the settings to allow this app. Oh, okay. Hold on. Um, Always access to your camera. Okay. Now, but did it work now? No. No. No, no. front full there's a front facing camera and about oh look at that all right i have to restart my camera all right can you can you reconnect to me in a well, minute
1: you send us a message and if we feel like it we will connect
0: yes dad <laughs> all right i'm restarting bye bye
1: Oh, my God. I thought for, you know, that was like working with Mark. Yeah, it really was. I didn't it expect really that out money. of Lisa. I mean, she really went straight into the crapper of tech support there.
2: <laughs>
3: straight into the crapper. <laughs> so so should, anyway.
1: should, should, should we kind of um, stall for a little bit, stretch it out, and wait for Lisa before we start?
4: No. <laughs> look all i know is it's taco night and my food is being set to the side so the sooner so, as they say on letter kenny as soon as we fuck this pig we can start so i can end so <clears throat>
1: once again we're competing with mark's dinner <laughs> god. let's start fucking this pig now <laughs> oh my god all right all right guys so so this week um as i think mark mentioned tonight KISS is kicking off the second leg of the U.S. tour here. They're in Florida. um, And it runs all the way through September 20th, I think, in in LA. L.A. Then they take some time off and they do the cruise. And then they go to Australia and Japan. And then they are done for 2019. So, why don't we look back on this year and the end of the road tour so far, and let's just kind of chat about our impressions of the tour at this point. What do we like? What do we want change? What do we hope? And and I would add, not just focusing on the show, but since this is the end of Road of Kiss... What else have they done around the end of the road? Releases, appearances, anything along those lines that we like, didn't like? You know, what, what's, our, what's our take on where things stand right now? Well, um, that's a deep subject.
3: I actually have been uh, finally getting a chance to look through a bunch of my photos from this spring. And I've shared a few with people online. And as I'm going through them, it reminds me a lot about what we saw this spring. And I would say to you, and God, we were backstage somewhere, I don't remember which one it was, and Paul came up and said, well, so, you know, how do you like the show? And, you know, how's it been different? Because he knew I'd gone to a bunch of shows. And I talked, told him a little bit about, you know, that it was more the stage size than it is anything else. But if I could have one change, aside from obviously mixing the songs up and adding a few and stuff, would be I think the curtain drops too late. I think the curtain should drop before the first note is played because sometimes the curtain comes down and, and a lot of that stuff, the pyro's already going off by the time it hits. And I would like to see from blackout to start exactly everything that was intended.
1: That's interesting.
3: You know, and I noticed it in all five shows that I've seen, you know, because when when um, Fran says you want the best, blah, 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 right at the end of that, the curtain should drop because it's fully black at that point, And then they should hit the first note, and that's when everything go- should start going off. That's one thing I would love to see changed.
1: I wonder if that's just a bunch of timing issues of different, oh, it of, of is di- of different people who have different responsibilities. and
3: oh, oh, totally. Maybe there's no way around it. But that's kind of what I noticed that I wish I would have said um, would be the biggest change, uh, obviously, other than the set. But other than that, I mean, I think that the show flows really well. It's exciting. It, it keeps you going
4: through the whole thing. So for me, it's a home run. That that was funny because when my friend from Florida um, called me early this morning, well, you just said, Tommy's pretty much everything because he's taking – Uh, my buddy lives, lives down there and uh, his family's down there and they're taken. he's taken his nephew. I think he's probably like 10 or 11. And I said, you know, you basically want to know what to expect. And he's seen Kiss lots of times. I said, it really is like any Kiss show you've seen, but on steroids, I said "The, the pyro and the bombs are, I mean, hold your, you know, hold your horses. That, that, those things are incredible. They, they certainly have never had this amount of artillery, for lack of a better word. And I said, I think he's really going to enjoy it. I said, you know, even for me, I mean, you know, I, one of the, the coolest things. And I think it was when Russell was on, uh, Liz was down here and I did because I almost never watch anything that, you know, we, we do the show and then whatever. But I wanted to just see how, you know, things things went with Liz and I and it was so great when she said, you know, how much she enjoyed the Because she didn't have to say that, you know. Right. It was very genuine. And I remember on the way home, she said that. Now obviously I've dragged her to a bunch of Kiss shows and goes to the cruise every year with me and everything. So she's seen KISS more than most people, actually, and and she said that. She's like, Man, I just didn't want the show to end. It was so much fun, you know. And um, even Cheryl liked it. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I really, and that's when I was telling my friend about his nephew. I said, you know, this is Barnum and Bailey, you know, times 10. I said, and he said he is familiar with the hits, you know, the the songs and stuff. He likes the music. But I said, you know, when he's in that element, I, you know, I said, watch his face. You know, he's going to, he's going to really, really dig that. And he's going, my my friend's his uncle, but he's, you know, uh, his, his nephew's going with his dad and his grandfather as well they're big rock and roll fans professional people wonderful people and and you know i said you know this really is one for the ages it really is a special show and uh you know it, it, it's just cool being able to to convey that to people because you know it's funny people are a little, sometimes you we we see this stuff while oh, you're shilling for the band or whatever i like, not a bit not a bit if I don't like something, I'll say so. And...
3: Absolutely. And, and I'm picking at it, too, because I'm looking at these photos um, in great detail, especially the pyro and anything that has something in it, whether it, it's, you know, a flash pot or if it's the spinning pinwheel or whatever. And, man, I can't honestly, I just can't ask for more. And I can't wait to go and see it again because it's everything I hope that it would be and more. So my comments today are all going to be nitpicky. So for me, it's like I want that initial blast and I feel like I'm missing it when the curtain drops too late. That's why
4: I'm saying that. Well, it's also too you know, just to throw another wrinkle onto this or another element, I guess I should say. Um, within the last couple of weeks or so was the anniversary of, of Kiss canceling a show in Tampa um, back in 2004. They, uh, Paul got sick. Uh, I think it was in West Palm Beach. I if I, I was there, so I, I don't. I don't. You know, I've seen Kiss in Florida a billion times. So, but I'm sure that was the West Palm Beach show where Paul left. I want to say it was during Unholy. Um, he got. And let me tell you that the heat and the humidity that night were just oppressive. Just well, I'm sure oppressive. it wasn't
3: for lack of
4: like crab or eating like bad seafood because it was. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but but my point is this: my, my friend and I were talking. About how, you know, th- those were great shows, and and especially musically, because that was right when the instant lives were going on, you know, and the proof's in the pudding, um, you know. Uh, th- that was a great tour musically. But, you know, that was 2004. It's 2019 now. It, it w- if you saw those shows in 2004, you, you know, and you see them now, just how incredibly more fluid they are on stage, especially Tommy uh, there, you know, just, and, and that's another thing, you know, and I'm certainly not going to beat this dead horse, but he does not act like Ace Peter, or excuse me, in, in, in uh, Eric doesn't act like Peter. They don't do any of the same mannerisms. That's, I mean, do they do the do single well, well, those fuck Bruce Kulik did the deuce thing. You know what I mean? With the rock. But I'm just talking the actual mannerisms and stuff. Certainly, certainly don't. Um, certainly are their own players. Um, you know, especially if you watch Eric and the symbol catches and, uh, you know, the, the double bass nothing. That's how come when I, when I see the, oh, you know, he's, he's acting like, he doesn't act like Peter ever period. And neither does Tommy act like ace. They're their own performers. Um, but now I, I just think there's so much more fluid. Um, it's just a, a great show to go see. Um again it 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 I can't wait. I'm again I'm going uh I'm going in a couple weeks. Um and I can't wait. Um it's gonna well, be a great show. Let me again.
1: let me see if we can um get this Lisa train wreck going again.
4: Um
1: let's see here. Add.
4: At Lisa know I can smell the tacos upstairs. Just throwing up Lisa's joined.
0: Now can you see me? No.
1: Nope. Nope. Now can you see me? Oh, that's beautiful. You're outside. Oh, this is awful. You're outside, too.
0: I am. I don't understand why this isn't working. I'm a little bit perturbed. Perturbed. I'm not, I'm not happy right now.
1: Well, you know, that's not going to impact us, but Brian might have to deal with that.
0: With my perturbedness?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send Brian a message. Get ready. Lisa's perturbed.
0: <laughs> look, I sh- look, this is what it looks like. Well, let me tell you, turn my camera around. Is this how you do I can't see. See? See that? That's what it looks yeah. like. And, and that's the icon like, we see. And now watch. What, what, it, I what, wait, it, wait, is that nothing. an
1: open tab that says Pornhub... <laughs> dot com. No,
0: <laughs> no, that's not what that says. She's
3: just doing research. You know what?
0: I'm pretty handy with computers, and I can't figure out why it's not working. So, and it's—I mean—it makes me angry when I can't solve problems. So,
1: well, hey, you know, we're used to it. I mean, you're—you've—you've you've gone
0: to the level of Mark now. Mark, what's this?
4: You like that?
0: That's a that's a little much. Can you? A
4: little more shrimp? Yeah, it's funny because uh, my lovely and talented happens to like it. So.
0: Well, then you know what? That's all that matters.
4: Hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pre-Santa, you know.
1: So. I like it. Let's getting cool. the Santa beard ready for the holiday. Ho, 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 baby. All right, so, Lisa, the topic is we're talking about our impressions of the End of the Road Tour and everything the band has been doing around the tour, the good, what we like, what we miss, what we think should happen, just our impressions. And and Tommy has sort of started things off with um, talking about how he wished there was better timing for the curtain drop. Meaning the curtain drop doesn't necessarily drop the second the music starts. Oh. He's being nitpicky.
3: Uh, but I said that up front.
1: Tommy's I... nitpicky this week. Lisa's perturbed. Mark <laughs> is hangry. Fat and fed.
2: <laughs> Mark is oh and, yeah,
1: and by the way, Lisa, just warning. It's taco Tuesday at Mark's house. His food is already being pushed to the side of the table. So we're competing against tacos well, that are getting cold right now.
0: Well, I apologize for my tardiness. I was actually not that late, but I didn't anticipate technical difficulties on a computer that I've already used and the camera works just fine. All
4: right, let's just let's just move forward. By the way, Lisa, a, yeah. a nice girls day, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen Looking to good, Mark. Baby. He's
1: like, Come on, let's let's talk. I got food waiting.
0: <laughs> well I, okay here's my thing i have one thing to say do you remember and i don't even know if they do it anymore when the curtain does drop do you remember the, there was a firework that would shoot from the back of the arena yeah. mm-hmm. to the front does it do it every time because i only saw it in pittsburgh
4: i think so yeah they got the bang. you know you can hear them they sound they sound like uh sparkler yeah like yeah, but that's part
3: of what I'm saying. I miss some of that because the curtain drop drops late. So you miss yeah, some of the all initial way back blast from
0: the arena. So it's supposed to shoot back from the arena and it hit the curtain and the curtain drops. That's what it's supposed to do. I only saw it happen once. And well, I was asking if anyone else has seen that.
1: I think fireworks
0: I've, shoot from the back of the arena.
1: I've seen some fan comments. To the effect that it didn't happen at the show they were at, but it's happened at other shows. Right. So I'm guessing that's an effect that depends venue. that is venue to venue. Just like right. you know the the cherry pickers depend on venues and 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 everything else. Um, sometimes certain things probably I don't know. It could just be as simple as fire code. Maybe the f- you know fire marshal doesn't want fire fireworks being shot over the heads of the that's audience. A
0: good point. Safety. Yeah. Safety first. So. Oh, well, that's the first thing that I thought, what came to my mind, because ever since that Pittsburgh show, I've looked for it again in various videos and whatnot. I've never seen it again. So.
1: Well, I I think it, and we don't know again, because tonight's the first night of the leg two in the U.S., but it's pretty safe to bet. There won't be any changes in the set list. There's probably no changes whatsoever in the show for this leg. Um, I would hope that maybe by 2020, when they come back around again, that they shake it up the littlest bit. You know, one or two songs get switched out. Um, I'm not expecting a
4: whole new production, by all means, but... I've said this before on the show, and and for a band who's had very few top twenty hits, to ignore "Hard Luck Woman" is insane. I, I don't yeah, know they, why. But they
0: that's because they're doing bath. They can only do one.
4: No, they could certainly do to do both. So they were both top twenty hits, and and again, a band that has had so few hit you know hit singles, you would think that would be a no brainer.
0: What if they did like a Beth and Hard Luck Woman like mashup melody? Yeah, not a mashup, but like yeah. Well, here's here's the
4: thing with that: you could pace the show. You could put Hard Luck Woman like eighth or ninth, and then you know put Beth where you have it in the encore, because, and let's face it, we've all seen him play the song lots of times. Yeah, you know it was never a tour staple, but they certainly you know when they did were doing the unplugged and back in '94, you know. uh, Paul plays it on his, you know, little acoustic thing when he does that. I don't know why they don't utilize the fact that, you know, if you listen to like 70s on 7, they only play a few Kiss songs. That's one of them. And it's one of them for a reason, because it was a hit single. They don't play it because, you know, <laughs> they're looking for an obscure Kiss song to play. No. Well, you, and,
1: and, and, and to that point, I would hope um, in 2020... You know, we, we, we basically started off the show by saying, you know, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to see KISS. They're not going away. This isn't the end of the tour this year. You know, God forbid something drastic happens. It's It's got a couple more years to it, I'm
4: sure. I don't know if it's a couple more years. If I was guessing, because you can't beat this dead horse for that much longer.
1: Well, I, I think they can do another full year 2020. And and year number three, 2021. What are we doing, Lisa? <laughs> um, 2021 might be basically not a full year's tour, but it's like this is it. We're heading back. We're the last show, Central Park, or you know, New York City, or you know, that's my prediction. It'll be New York City you d- somewhere. You don't think
0: that they'll come back through the same cities?
1: I don't think they'll play for the most part. No, I don't think they will go back and play Detroit, same venue again. Atlanta, same venue again. Now, is there a venue in a neighboring suburb? Sure. They'll what come about, back a, and do that.
0: that. What about a
3: shed tour? Well, yeah. I just, well, I was hoping they would come back and do um, all the. Uh, B market for the lack of a better term, but you know, uh, Rochester or Duluth, uh, Mankato. I, I, th-
1: I think all of that like is going to be city. next year. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I bet. I see. You know, taking them at what they said, which you obviously take with a grain of salt. They're not going to play the same city twice. When they played your city, they're done. Now we already know they're going back to Toronto again. So that kind Michael, of. I'm
4: going to that same venue, on the tenth.
1: No, I know, I know. So, so it's already been kind of screwed. But I think for the most part, you know, I don't think they're coming back to Minneapolis to play the Target Center. But could they, they go could back really. to go up to Hinkley? Sure. Right. Could they go to Hinkley. Could they do Duluth? Could they do Rochester, Mankato? Can they do Lacrosse? You know, in Detroit, you know, I, I don't know yeah. all the re- the you know, can they go play? I remember I drove and saw them on the Hot in the Shade tour in Muskegon, at the right. little little you know, that's what's going to happen for the most I part. So. I think I that, hope so that they they'll come back within pretty short driving distance for most of us. But <laughs> See, like they're they're the playing
2: in your,
0: in your areas, you do have those abilities to go to different venues. In Georgia, it's you got Atlanta. And that's
1: it. Well, and know, that like, could be see it. You not
0: them playing in other places. You know what I mean?
1: That could be it for some, some states or some cities that there just isn't enough. But, like, here in the Bay Area, they're playing Oakland in September. San Francisco just opened up or will open up in September, a brand-new arena in downtown San Francisco that the Warriors are going to go play at. So I could imagine in 2020, KISS is going to come back and play – san francisco proper they can go they've they could go i don't think they played san jose yet so they can go down to san jose they could Mm -hmm. go down to mountain view where the shed is that they're they're gonna do that
4: because that's But the problem michael is with the new tour like here in detroit i could see them doing pine knob or the the i guess the actual name's dte um but the stage isn't going to be able to handle their new production.
1: Right. I'm I'm sure the stage has already been designed in such a way that they know they got to go into smaller markets and sheds, and therefore, what kind of stage do they have to bring with them for that? I mean, I remember on the um, farewell tour when I saw them, and keep in mind the farewell tour was not was was a pretty big stage. I mean, I don't know if it's as big as this one, but it was a big stage. When I saw them up in Reno, the stage was so big, it literally fit from edge to edge of the seats, from the lower bowl seats to the other side. It was edge to edge, which doesn't didn't leave them any room on the side of the stage for monitor boards and all of their other stuff. The monitor board was literally in the dressing room hallway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's so strange. They
1: they ran the cables out the hallway into the backstage area, and there was the monitor board. So, you know, they'll they'll accommodate for all of that. But I think the bigger question is, do they have to actually start changing some stuff up because they're, now they're technically going to be drawing from the same markets they've already been to with the same show and the same set. If they want you to go again, do they need to change a few songs? Do they need to change the show a little bit?
4: Look, if you so expect them to to change the show, that's like going to West Side Story and expecting, you know, different scenes. It's just not going to happen. It's this is just- Right. Know, kisses and, and everything
3: need to and and that was kind of my point when I was mentioning earlier about talking with Paul about the different how the show looked is if you look at it in its entirety, it has this big two-sided ramp for the lack of a better term where you get a lot of pyro. And so I'd be willing to bet you that all they would have to do is take it and shift it like this so that it's more, a little bit more forward than straight out to accommodate a smaller venue. So I don't think the stage side necessarily has to change. But I don't know if if, even if they're going into some of these other markets that they really need to change the show to Mark's point. I mean, there's just as many people who are going to go and see it because it's close to them as there are people like any of us that would travel. You know, So even if it didn't change at all, I would still go see it. Uh, as many more times as I can, because I
4: know that this is it. A- well, I, my friend today, to go back to the to the Miami show, is he he asked me that point blank because again he's driving uh, you know a good good uh, good number of miles today to meet up with his family. And he says, "You think there'll be another Miami show?" And I said, "Miami's always been a weak market, at least in the last you know twenty years. For Kiss, has not been a strong market." So I can't see them going back to Miami. Um, that's just me personally. I And I've seen them in that area, you know, uh, a couple times. And it hasn't been, you know, super strong numbers. And, but but uh, but I, I,
1: I think, you know, what I would tell people is look back over Kiss's tours for the last 10, 15 years. Everywhere they've played on the big tours, the small tours, all the venues they've played those venues are all open for them to go back to one final time. So, I mean, right. I could even imagine them going back and playing um, the Hard Rock Hotel there in Hollywood,
0: yeah, Florida. I was just thinking, too. I was yeah. thinking they might go back and play there because that's not in Miami. Ooh,
2: excuse
1: me. <laughs> 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 Ooh, be- 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 you three woke three Beavis streets. up there.
0: I'm <laughs> all excited there for
3: minute. Motley Crue came through three times.
2: Yeah, Yeah, farewell to the same
3: place. Yeah, so. but
1: let but let's keep in mind, Motley Crue didn't say they wouldn't play the same city
4: multiple no. times.
1: Kiss has technically said, when we play your city, we're done playing your. We're done. we're done here.
4: Yeah, I saw I saw Motley here twice at at the Palace before they closed it on, on that tour as well, and you know I just, I, I think as long as you know, especially we've said this on the show lots of times. If you stay off the, the internet and just talk to people who actually went, this 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 tour has been getting great reviews. Anybody who's that I've spoken to face to face, or I know, has actually went, nothing but raves. Um, so I, I think it's got a good word of mouth. You know, uh, obviously you're going to address the you know the the elephant in the room. You know, whatever the detractors want to say, you know the show is what it is, and uh, people are having fun. There's e- a whole e- lot more. E- either people Either go and
1: out have a good fun. time, or don't go. I mean, doesn't really matter out. one I way or another. If,
4: if you if you do the smile quotient quote, at the end, I mean, most people are walking out. I'd say damn near 100 hundred are walking out. Well, it's it's all a, oh, really? Yeah, that's the name of the game here.
1: It'll 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 be interesting to see how this second leg of the U.S. tour sells. Because the, you know, up until now, this tour has been selling like gangbusters. I mean, not every show sold out, but let's put Close it this way, it. like 90% of the shows have sold out. Well,
4: Michael, one of the things, too, I, I think when you compare this leg of the tour to the, you know, when it started in February, and I'm just using, and, and you, you boys know as well, you know, we live in the Midwest, or you, Michael, you used to, there's not a whole lot to do in February. Hi. Um, You know, if Kiss was coming back in the summertime, well, it's boating season, it's up north, it's vacation, it's, you know what I mean? it's, it's yeah. There's, yeah, there's just so much more stuff to do in, in the summertime. So I really think if if it doesn't sell as well, especially in the northern markets, you there is some credence to that, and I'm not used, saying that as a crutch for them, but anybody put it this way if if you are watching us and listening to us and you were never a midwestern person that you won't understand if you have if you live in the south or california or you know florida or wherever where it's gener- generally nice all the time you don't get the cabin fever like we do i mean when you get and it's fucking, when you were in Pittsburgh, Lisa, you know, you're ready to fucking slit your wrist by mid March. Yeah. You know, there's yep. <laughs> only much so to much do. you can fucking do. You Not know? much you can do. Also,
3: yeah. though, on top of that, some of the other oddities that I've noticed, depending on the market, like, you know, the difference between something that is a Ticketmaster venue versus an access show. And that can be problematic to get tickets. Well, now take it one step further when you have an oddity, say, like Des Moines. All right. I just got a ticket for Des Moines yesterday. And the tickets that show up on Ticketmaster versus the correct venue or place to go get them, which is tied into hy V, are like night and day. So there's also some issues with just in general, I don't care if it's Kiss or it's U2 or whoever, trying to find some of these tickets has been a real chore on a few of these shows just because these venues are not, there's not like one central way to get tickets anymore.
1: Well, I think it's going to get worse as they start playing the second, more secondary markets and you know, out of metro area type places that aren't tied into, you know, exclusively being Live Nation or something like that.
3: Right, but for the most part, like when I've gone from Mankato or Duluth or La Crosse or uh, Ames, Iowa, or any number, of Omaha, Sioux Falls, Sioux City, those places are all pretty much represented under Ticketmaster, even if it's more of a B-level. This whole thing, like with the Fargo, what's it called, uh, Wells Fargo, Arena in Des Moines was the first time I experienced a real problem finding the tickets. It's like it was hidden, yeah. You, you know, so you're better off, and just for everybody, before you buy, uh, one thing you may want to do is check Ticketmaster, check Access, depending. But then go to the Kiss online website,
2: That's what click I was the date, first.
3: and yeah, and then take let that take you to mm-hmm. the ticket. Yeah, that took me to the right ticket thing. But when I was searching on my own from how I normally had done it, I'm just like, okay, what in the hell? It was very problematic. So one way around it is to just go right to kissonline.com.
1: But I I suspect there won't be – there will either be zero change in the show and the set next year or the littlest bit might change. But for the most part, don't expect a completely brand-new show – Don't expect a completely brand new set. Don't expect new costumes. This is one long tour that, for the most part, is what you've seen so far is what you're going to get.
3: I would just love to see them throw one new song in, like, Mr. Speed. Just one thing they haven't done before. Just one.
4: They were doing that kind of cool stuff in the reunion tour at first, remember? Yeah,
0: I love it. But then they take out Hide Your Heart on this tour and put in... um...
4: Yep. Cold Gin?
0: Was it called
1: Jen? I think so.
3: Well, And and, you know what was really interesting is I put up a picture of Paul yesterday on our webpage, Facebook, and said, what's your favorite Paul Stanley song? Not only did his 78 solo album get a lot of love, overwhelmingly, it was Love Gun was most people's favorites, and then also, too, God of Thunder. But there were at least two people who said Crazy Nights.
1: And, and, you know, and and to that point. That's why you're going to hear Love Gun. Exactly. Every single Which show. Okay yeah. Because the okay vast with. majority of fans, and and I think we can say with with pretty good confidence that the people on our Facebook page are the diehard fans. Right. Um, want to hear Love Gun.
3: Right. That's That was kind of why I said it. And so for me, I would much rather hear Hard Luck Woman than I would
1: um, Hide Your Heart.
0: I'd rather hear anything but Hide Your Heart.
1: Oh, there you go. There's oh, aren't, don't you have a cold heart?
0: I don't. I never liked that song. Oh, it as a side note. To... Uh, Pat Lamarck says hello to everybody. Hey, hey
1: PJ. Pat.
0: He says hi. We're, we were chatting.
1: Yeah, he's now, out. Ace he's, is going to be here on the next road. week. Are oh, you going to go see Ace?
0: I certainly am.
4: Nice. Next
0: Friday.
1: Excellent. Say hi to everybody for us.
0: Tell,
4: you'll be tell, with Ace next Friday. I'll be with Bruce this Friday. Isn't that
0: crazy? Tell. Are you? Oh, is Bruce going to? Is Bruce playing? Is Bruce playing by you?
4: He's doing an in store. Oh, um, the in
0: store. Okay.
4: Yeah, and just three days from now. Oh, so. Cool. Yeah, tell I'm tell
1: tell, Ace, to, tell Ace that three sides still hates him.
0: <laughs> I def- I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: Always hate cool we hate time. him with all of our hearts.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited. It'll be fun. I haven't seen him in a while, so
1: um all right so outside of the show though guys you know the thing that's kind of gotten me is this is the end of kiss so to speak you know they haven't done you know okay great they've reissued some vinyl but you know and this will piss off the vinyl collectors out there but who gives a crap i've already got 12 versions of them they've released them how many different times There's nothing new. You didn't release demos. You didn't release something new with it. It's just like, hey, buy the same album package again.
4: Michael, that is exactly the point. I was just telling somebody the other day. They were talking about, you know, again, you know, and and again, guys, you know, we're just having a little bit of fun. But, you know, shilling for the band, you only like the current band or person. You know how many of those reissue new vinyl box sets I've purchased? Same here. Zero. You know why? Because there's nothing I don't have eight billion times and I'm not gonna buy I I'm a big vinyl guy, don't get me wrong. I, I, I go out every weekend and I and I scour for records and and I and I love finding stuff, but I love finding stuff I don't have. I don't wanna go I I, I cannot understand The, just what they've been doing, and don't get me wrong, they're they're selling them because people are buying them, and and, and I want to tell you, if you're buying them and you're happy, more power to you. I I think it's fantastic. But, you know, to me, just, put it this way, it's just not for me. Because I, I see, I see the, you know, the, you know, they just redid the first record, and you know, I, I saw people were actually complaining that the splatter and the vinyl yeah. wasn't splattered <laughs> enough, and and don't get me wrong, if, if you're really into that, there's nothing that's not cool. I'm, ser- I'm not, no, I'm not making fun of it. Or, I'm just saying. But no, it got to be thinking. I'm like they're complaining that the splatter isn't good enough. I mean, that's whatever. Well, and and I'll go another <laughs> another step. Just as a Kiss collector, um, matter of fact, I'm going to show you one of my re- recent acquisitions. Can you see who that was made out to? No. No. Can you read it, it to us?
0: To Peter.
3: Peter. Moose. I can oh I can't, yeah, I can't I can't
0: I couldn't see I saw Peter. Is that true? Is that right? It,
1: it's it's Moose's gold album.
4: Yeah, yes. yes. Okay. I bought it off a a dear friend of mine who was selling some things. But this is an actual floater. From yeah. the '70s. Yeah. Now, what, what this made it. This is special to me for two reasons. One, I own all. I own all the Casablanca, at least a version of all the awards. That was the only one I didn't have. Now I collected. When I collect, like you know, the album awards, I want them to be ones that were made out to somebody who was there. You know what I mean? I. I don't want to collect. Ones that didn't have any connection to the band. So, you know, I've really been one of those kind of collectors that, you know, sit and wait. Because I could have bought other, you know, like the the new ones with the CD and the, and the cassette and everything. But I wanted, especially for the Casablanca ones, to have, you know, that it's made out to somebody that was there at the time. So anyways, you know, I got that and I was real happy. But, you know, Kiss is selling... You can buy like the first a uh, record award and made out to you, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I, it's it's kind of like if it's it's like a participation trophy with me. If if everyone gets one, it doesn't. What significance does it have? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. To- totally. I mean, I'm sort of I'm sort of the same way. It's like you know awards are issued to everybody, and. I don't want the award that was issued to the mailroom guy working at Casablanca Records or, you know, the mailroom guy at some retail chain. Um, I want something that means something. And and I don't know, I just... I, I feel like right now the label, because this is all... I mean, it's the label that's reissuing all of this vinyl, just has taken the quick and easy way out. And they're just doing dick they aren't gonna they aren't they aren't doing anything to make it special and and there could be a multitude of reasons why but it just kind of sucks because you know what i would be there to buy something new cool and different but just giving me the first album reissued on color vinyl that ain't it people that's just you know oh oh wow you gave some me some co- you gave me some coasters with it and a sticker yeah, oh. yeah there you go you sold it it's, I mean come exactly on
4: exactly it for me Michael exactly it I don't care about having a bottle opener in there it just doesn't mean anything to me and again please please understand if if you're if you're into all that stuff and you're collecting it I think it's cool if it if you're collecting something and, and by the time you get done paying with it and by the time you get your purchase. If you got a smile on your face, that's, oh, that's cool. all that mattered, exactly. But, but, but for me, just as somebody, and I don't think it's because I'm jaded, it's just just the history and the love and passion I have for the band. You know, I'm so lucky to have a wall full of, of gold records, but I worked really hard, too, to make sure. Like I said, I have Sean Delaney's Love Gun. I've got Kenny Anderson's solo records. I got, you know, people that when I look on the records, their names are on the records. You know what I mean? You,
0: know what, I, you I, don't want to get stuff just to get stuff. You yeah. It's got to mean something. have a meaning to you. Right.
4: You know, especially having the floaters. I have all the seventies as floaters. And and if you know anything about record album, award collecting, the floaters is how they did it in the seventies. The, the little record right here kind of comes out at you. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not just stuck on the board. And now now they're all just lazy. I mean, and again, there's nothing wrong with it. But for me, I want, you know, ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Okay. You know, that's that's what I want. And I'm willing to wait to get it, you know. And, and I tell you what, because I, I bought up a couple of awards. I, I, I even put them on the wall because I just thought I'd show them to people. Now, this is something, too, that I think is really cool. A Canadian Platinum Award for the video. Well, that's neat. Nice. Yeah, it is.
0: What's on the little, what's on the plaque?
4: Uh, It says to commemorate the achievement of platinum status, because this is from Canada. I don't know the exact, maybe Michael might know. Uh, I don't know because in like in the United States, platinum's a million, and it's not right. So
1: right. but but it's also it's also different for DVD releases than it is because for each one of
4: these discs counts as one. Right. You know, so if you have yes, so anyways, um it's just cool because a I, I love that, that video. It's funny we were talking about that's one of the reasons too. I was thinking about the the two thousand four tour, but you know. Just to get a you know an industry award for something like that, just as a that's something I'm going to spend money on, not records I already have. Well,
1: you know, I, I think I think part of it is also, especially for for us, we know that Kiss has got a lot of great stuff quote in the vaults. We know there's a lot of stuff out there. Enough stuff to make an exciting and interesting release. I mean, you know that that the Love Gun r- recent CD release. I thought I bought that.
4: I helped it, with it.
1: Yeah, you, you helped with it, but yeah. it was cool because you know they put that Paul Stanley talking piece in there, and that was different.
4: I'm, it was well I'm worth tell it. Tell you right now, and I've shared this on the show before, and this isn't you know big stuffing or patting myself on the back or whatever. When, when I saw what was on there, because I, I have more of that rehearsal footage that's not out, at least not in the general public. And I thought when I saw the, the writing, you know, thing there for, uh, I think it's tomorrow and tonight when I listened to it, I'm like, oh my God, you know what I mean? I'm like, I, cause I have more and I'm, again, I'm, I'm not as, as, uh, Ty Cobb used to say, you know, it's, it's not bragging if you're do it or have it you're just stating a fact and that's what i'm doing there's more to that i guess is what i'm telling our 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 viewers well if if just some dumb fuck like me from detroit who has one guess what's in the vaults there's even more Mm -hmm. and when i saw that on the love gun thing i just assumed it was the one that i had because the one that i have i won't tell you how i got it but i paid a lot of money for that and i thought for sure that was like the only thing available and it's not there's more So who wouldn't want more of that, especially if you're buying, you know, this box for whatever they're charging you, man, put a, put a 45 in there with more stuff.
1: Yeah. It just, if that, that's the thing is just, there's enough stuff out there that they could do something cool. Fill a, an extra, an extra vinyl disc with some demos or, you know. An actual, truly never seen before unreleased poster from something that nobody's ever seen because it's been in Gene's closet for, you know, 45 years. Um, Mock ups, drawings of covers or. Well, they could uh, do even you know, like the original
3: Kiss poster for the first album.
4: Do that. That bothers me, though. I, I hate that they, they put those reproduction posters in. There. It really does. It irks me. 'Cause I spent so much time and money tracking down the real things.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't take the value away from the real thing.
4: I'm just saying, well no, the, the value of those thing that is in my funny. heart. So I I'm not looking at it so much financially as I am as you know, I I, I would rather have them put out new images associated well, with Well, that's
3: reality. fine, whatever. I'm you know,
4: an alternate shot then whatever yeah that's a great yeah an alternate shot that's much better you know speaking of which too you know and that's one of the fun things you know when you talk about kiss collecting just yesterday i got a poster of ace it's a big magazine fold-out poster but i'd never seen it before and how fucking cool is that in 2019 and, and i'm somebody and i'm like a hardcore kiss poster collector like super insane I couldn't believe that I'd never seen this before. And I even talked to some of my other nutty Kiss Collector fans and they hadn't seen it before. And it's even more troublesome is there's more like that out there that you're not aware of. Yet. I know. Well uh-huh. again, that's what keeps me up at night. That's what keeps me going is it's not that they're putting out put it this way. Those reissue vinyls and stuff are way more than I paid for this big Real poster, a makeup era poster from the late 70s, early early 80s. Do you have um, it yet? What's that? Do you have it yet? Yeah, it's, it, I, I already got it on, on the board. It's, oh, I haven't uh, seen it. No, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah,
3: so. I do, because I'm curious.
4: But, well, and, and, like,
3: you know, for different collectors, what I'd like to see is them start just hitting it hard with the Blu-rays and start coming out with, like, the last show at Cobalt. And you know maybe all of the shows on the Kiss cruise, one from the final tour when they're done. That I, that's the stuff I would appreciate having.
4: Michael, and, you're thinking you're in the business. Is is that even still a viable thing? A physical product? Make it it's streaming. Awesome. It's like something it, you can have. Yeah, yeah, it six-
1: is. I mean, as it's as viable as it is for the label to do a reissue of the vinyl LPs because they they know exactly how many they're going to sell. They, they, yeah. They've got it down to, we know within 100 copies how many we will sell of every one of these. Um, same thing with DVDs, but part of the problem is, and this isn't just Kiss, it's all bands. Well, not all bands, but the vast majority of them. They don't want to do it on their own. They're not going to put this together and spend right. their money to produce it and release it and do all that. They don't they don't want to take that risk. They want somebody else to do it. And they just want to collect their percentage of sales. And then you add to it the label who we've talked about this so many times, you know, they just don't want to go overboard and do anything super cool. Because it's, you know, what's the ROI? Or you know, are we going to make our money back on this stuff? Well it's not necessarily about that. It's about doing something that's really cool for the fans, especially now to remember the end of Kiss. I mean, there's I, I so much that they statement. could be
4: doing right now. I, I, I disagree with your statement, though. There, there has to be a return on investment, or it's not not worth doing it. I, I mean, you know, no one's. If you own Kiss's catalog, you're Universal. You, you don't give a fuck if the it's going to make the fans happy.
1: Well, that, that's it, the that's the problem. So well, but they can they, they they can they can do both. They well, can I, I make the fans They can make the fans happy. They can make the fans happy and I also make money.
4: Have to have a return on your investment, or, or, or you're spinning your wheels. It's I mean, they strange. just
3: don't look at how well. The DVDs sold the the Kiss Vision, the Kiss whatever. Kissology. It was. Yeah, so why can't they do another
1: couple of those? Yeah, that's right. They should do
0: another one of those.
1: But see, keep in mind, again, that was done because there was a partner, VH1, that did the release (laughs) and did the whole marketing and all the promotion. But you think there'd be somebody that would be willing to step up the plate? Well, and maybe there is. They just maybe won't step up to the tune that KISS wants (laughs) them to step up. You know, there, it, it's all business and negotiations. Maybe Kiss is holding out for the big deal.
4: Yeah. Put it this way, what what Nicholas just put out, you know, I think Gene was probably, you know, in the book, the hottest brand book, uh, which should be shipping soon, by the way, our friend Nicholas Buckland, um, put that out, and uh, there's a great example of something that I think Kiss fans will love. And the Paul and Gene and Paul got to be smiling all the way to the bank because they didn't have to do a fucking thing.
1: No, exactly. They're making a percentage off of it now, and Nicholas put all the work in, and he produced something that was amazing. Right.
2: But he did
1: it. Not, not. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't Gene and Paul sitting down, going, "All right, we're going to do the hottest brand in the land, and let's put our money into making this happen, and let's find our print." You know, the last time they did that was the history book.
3: Right, but maybe maybe there could be someone like, like a Nicholas that comes along to do the video.
4: No, I, that's the, that's the whole reason I brought it up, Tommy, because maybe that's what they're waiting for. Because, um, if and Nicholas, correct me if I'm wrong, Nicholas, I don't think, went out of his way to contact Kiss. You know what I mean? Oh. I think Kiss contacted him, and they saw how great this thing is and how talented he is and, you know, how... Really, and and you know we know how incredible the book is, and you know for what it's worth, I I help participate in some of the stuff from my collections in there too, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, Gene and Paul uh, over the the past weekend signed all the deluxe copies and everything, and you saw the really nice tweet that uh, both Gene and Paul put out and super supportive of the book and and you know we've seen we've seen PDFs of it you're going to be floored when you, if you haven't gotten one yet or you haven't or- ordered it yet it's so cool oh hang on to your fucking hats man it is so detailed so cool so informative you it's know a trip for memory me. lane it, it really is and, and again this goes back to what we were just talking about Gene and Paul, unlike what they had to do, Gene and Paul did that in the early 90s to make money on the right. history book. Their, their spot in life is totally different now. They don't need to do that to make money. But when they see somebody you know, with the passion and the talent that Nicholas has, why not hitch hit your wagon to it? You know what I mean? And that's exactly what they did. And like Michael was just saying, you know, if somebody did have the talent and, and there is, I mean, we'll see what happens once the band is over, but Tommy Thayer certainly did a wonderful job on the kissologies and, you know, the other video things that he's been, maybe he'll do that once they hang up the heels. I don't know, you know.
1: I'm, if, I, 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 I'm, I'm stirring the pot as we record because I just posted a photo meme that said nothing but forget the haters we won. So of course it's already firing people up. You know. Why? John John I don't know scare scar. 1. Who are the haters? 2. Whom does we refer? And 3. What did we win? John Listen to the show. We told you all of this before. <laughs>
4: I don't know how you do it, Mike. We let these people in on the freaking joke, and they're still so fucking. He goes. He, John them, goes. So.
1: I have asked all of these questions before. To my knowledge, they have not been answered. Your knowledge is a little lacking, there, John. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, oh. but but yeah, you know, I I think it, we're all in agreement to some extent that what is weak about this whole end of the end of the road uh, tour and event is everything outside of the tour is a little just eh. the tour itself is mind-blowing phenomenal they scored in uh, all areas there but outside of that it's sort of like eh, okay there's nothing that there's nothing... Maybe
0: that's the whole purpose. Yeah. Maybe they want all the focus to be on the tour well, and not on anything it,
1: it, else. It, it could be. They want all the money in the ticket sales and the VIP yeah. sales and the tour merch. But, you know, I don't know. It just feels like you, they could even be doing more stuff like on Kiss Online. It's like putting together features of let's, let's make a little feature looking at photos from this year. We, you know, we... We went into Gene and Paul's archives and we pulled out some photos and we got a couple interview clips with them that we're going to share of them reminiscing about these times. There's nothing there from a, quote, memory standpoint that's going on right now. You know, we're, we're, we're missing all of these great moments. And, you know, let's, let's look back at the release of Dynasty. Oh, I know how we'll do that. We'll release it on vinyl again. That's not looking back, you know. You didn't do anything special to remember Dynasty. You did nothing special for the solo album anniversary, you know. It, I guess, that's what kind of I feel is lacking here.
0: Um, again, I think all the focus is on that tour, and they well, You know, letting speaking of what I was just talking side.
4: about, you know what I would like, just as as somebody who buys merch. I like the fact that there's a cool, you know, end of the road tour poster you can buy from the, but you know, what would be really cool, I think is if they had one live shot from each of the current guys poster that you could buy. And I think it would be cool to do have like a classic series because printing a poster doesn't, isn't cost you know, doesn't cost a ton of money and, you know, maybe have a set of classic era posters and I'm sure whether it's Bob Gruen or, or whoever, you know, I'm sure they, they own the rights to some really cool shots, classic shots. Put out another set of classic era posters you could only buy at the at the merch stand. You know, I just think that would be really, really cool. You oh, know yeah, what
0: else I think is cool is that you know how in each of the cities they have their own city um,
4: Ooh, Lisa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get comfort over my chair you know like they had their own city merchandise so they you got a shirt from you know pittsburgh or boston whatever had you know the date and stuff in the back that'd be cool i wish they had a poster like that or more merchandise that was city specific because that's where you that's where some of the unique stuff comes from well you know? i think
4: so far they just did because i have one the the madison square garden yes
0: because i wanted one from pittsburgh and they didn't make them they only make the one from Madison Square Garden, yep. but it would be cool to have a poster from each city, you know, have like the city skyline. I don't know, because that's unique to me, you know, to be able to go to that city and get merch from that certain city. I mean, all I have is a shirt, uh, got the tour book from Boston and the shirt from Pittsburgh.
4: I'm with you, Lisa. you know, I, I, think, I, think, I, think I think they're, they're missing that. out on some great opportunities, um, you know, of merchandising, which for them is really insane being that. But I'd love to see a, like I said, a classic era poster set and a poster set from uh, from the current band. There's enough great live shots. Shit, Tommy, you could fucking do it. There's enough. Well, great I
3: shows. would love to see him do use the Jean shot for a poster. That's exactly I think, what I'm had talking. So many yeah. people ask me about that, you know, and, and I said that to the gal that works at Doc's office because they used it for some european stuff i'm like you guys should really make a poster out of this i'm not toot my own horn it's just people would love to have that i'm one so, of them. freaking give them what yeah, they want
1: cool. you know i i i think that's what's to me that's the downside of all of this i mean the tour itself is phenomenal i just feel like everything else is just like just another year you know there's nothing special i mean what are we excited about ooh, new action figures that look like absolute crap. And as Mark said, if that's what makes you happy, great. But I can't get excited about that. I can't get excited it, it, about another another trinkets and trash release of well, some merch.
4: We all know, and Paul's talked about it, there's going to be new Soul Station music. And and that I'm excited for. Any, any new music I'm excited for. But I, I was talking to somebody, you know, that, that kind of knows what I was talking about. Granted, it, you know, they were never a huge band, but um, Mott the Hoople is a band that I love. I'm a Biggie and Hunter fan. And when Mott was calling it a day back in 74, they released a song called Saturday Gigs. And it, it basically, in the story, they told the history of the band. And at the end, the chorus is, you know, "Good night, goodbye. It was them saying goodbye their fans. one That was the last single they did. And I thought, and Paul's a big mock fan, how cool would that to have Paul write a song about the history of the band and be the final single? I I just think...
3: And who's to say that won't happen, or that we won't get some of the things we're
4: talking about? Well, I hope we do, and I I guess that's what we're doing here on, on the show, is kind of speculating a bit, but man, see, because that's ultimately why we're here i love i love hearing them play and that's what i want but
1: but, you know tommy to your point maybe they will do it but we're already a year into this tour Uh -uh. i think if it was going to happen the ideal time to release that single (laughs) is when the tour started and they were all over every major newspaper news station you know, didn't Motley Crue do that? When they did their reunion tour, they got back yeah, they and they released, was it Sex? Was that the single? I love that song. Love yeah, they released one single to go along with the announcement and the tour. That's what, you know, for for Kiss to do a single when the tour's over. Oh, great. Now the tour's over. Oh, great. I love the single. I'll, I'll buy it. Hi.
2: Look at that shirt. Look at
0: that shirt.
1: Love it. Love it. No, and to your point, Michael, I'm not saying you're
3: wrong. Did that, the boat is maybe
2: sailed on that.
3: Oh, we are looking. We've
1: been looking for an <laughs> hour.
3: Yeah. The boat, maybe the boat sailed on that, and it's one of those things where there'll be other things that will happen. <laughs> what? You know Hulman, what? Is that the USP, UPS guy?
2: <laughs> it's the pool boy. I
4: a, Who's the pool boy? Yeah, it's, a, it's the what? cabana boy. I
0: don't even charge up. The poor boy. I um, you did that.
4: You know one of the <laughs> one of the cool things that I thought Black Sabbath did is they they released a CD of rehearsals that you could only buy at the show. Sold oh. out everywhere. You know what I mean? That's
0: a good idea too. Just to have. See, a, that's
1: like, the thing. We we the... know there's so much cool stuff that could be done mm-hmm. that other bands have done that you know Kiss have done in the past. We know how much stuff is out there in the Kiss collector's world and vaults to have almost, I'm not going to say literally nothing because, you know, they did release the final, but that's almost nothing. Um, it's sickening and basically. It's just like, come on, we, we want more. We want more but cool stuff.
3: Maybe you answered your own question earlier about the money thing, where they're not going to invest their money to do these things so people have to come to them to say, hey... Well, we've you,
1: got- you're, you're 100% right. I mean, especially when it comes to the music, um, you know, the label owns the rights to all that, so KISS can't... I don't know this right. for sure, but KISS can't just go start pressing and releasing their own music on their own. They've got to deal with Universal, and Universal has the rights to do all that, and if Universal says, no, we're not going to spend the money, it's not happening. Um, video, not quite sure. I mean there might they may have the video the the video rights as well it's possible but yeah you know there's still I don't know there's just so much that could be done and they aren't doing enough and it's just frustrating to be a diehard fan who's sitting here going I'll, I'll spend some money on something cool but I'd need more than just a you know a black and white colored vinyl of the the debut album. I want something, you know, give me the I don't know, disc 2, the, the 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 demos for the first album. Put even though the demos are already out there everywhere, repackage it into a double vinyl release
4: of here's the demos well, put the here's bell the bell fu- sound Mike. Yeah. That's it. Put the bell sound as a separate separate you've disc. released it, but yeah. put it on vinyl. With the first record release,
3: not it like a twelve by twelve booklet in it with all the a
4: bunch of alternative shots of the album cover. That's not see. This is exactly what I'm talking about. They've already released the Bell stuff. It's already on the box set, but we don't have it on vinyl. Put that as a gatefold with the first album celebration. You get a, a vinyl fold, and like I said, put the maybe put the sleeve all the unreleased shots that you can. Boom. Fuck! I couldn't get my wallet out fast enough for that. Right. But what do we get? Whatever. A fucking. I don't but isn't it, isn't aren't the record labels somewhat like the
3: people in power in the government? If there's a problem, they never seem to go to talk to the people who are suffering through the problem to say, "Hey, how would you fix this?" They talk to a bunch of people that really don't know what they're talking about. Well, so I wouldn't.
1: The- I wouldn't necessarily say that's true. I mean, because because in in Kiss's case and Universal, I mean. Tom Shannon's had a great relationship and has worked close with Universal for a long well, well, time. So, yeah, but, Tom but, but that doesn't mean they're going to listen to him. Right. I mean, I, I remember back when I was still working with Kiss, I had I had a meeting, a lunch meeting in, in um, Beverly Hills with, I think it was the A&R guy from um, Polygram at the time, Universal at the time. And we were, brainstorming over cool ideas for a KISS box set. This was before the box set happened. And, you know, it was just, he loved all of the conversation. It was like, yeah, we can include this stuff, and we can make it a road case, and we can put all this. And, you know, we end up with the box set that we got, which was basically a book and some CDs. There was nothing over. And listen, I bought it, and I thank you for releasing it, but... It's not as cool a box set as could have been released.
3: So somebody said no in the process.
1: The, somebody at the label said, "Here's your budget to do this release. What you want to do is over budget, so you you've got to change it. You're not getting more money, so you got to change what you want to release."
4: I got to admit, I was over. I was happy with that because we did get. Stuff that we didn't have. Well, no, mu- musically, yes,
1: musically, yeah, but yes. For me,
4: that's where this all begins and ends. I, 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 just want music that I don't have, and I know for a fact they have more. Oh lots. no,
1: they have lots more. And and the fact that we don't get me wrong, people. I love the box set. The fact that we got five discs of all that stuff. That was that was really cool, but we know there's more. We know you could do cooler stuff in a box set. Somebody at the label just says, no, we're not going to spend that much money to do it. Even though that's the coolest thing, the fans will love it. They'll share it all over the place and will sell twice as many, but it still is more money up front
4: or whatever reason. They just don't do it. I would like to see Paul do what Gene did with the vault. I would love
1: Paul's vault.
4: Because well, I, and you know, you keep going. I'd like to hear Ace's vault too. I mean um no Vinny's vault. Here, there's just not, not enough stuff, I don't think. But but I'm pretty sure that both Paul and Ace could put out a very cool sort of vault thing. And I'm guessing through Gene's hard work and, and, and I mean that sincerely. You know, everyone talks about, oh, you know, the $2,000. But you know what? He busted his ass. He went to each one of those cities. I watched him do it, you know. He worked hard for that money. Did his little acoustic set. And 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 I tell you what, if, if you if you do have a vault experience, although I will tell you, I think the one that I went to early on was a whole lot less corporate because they were just kind of fine in there. I think mine was the second or third one that they did. It was it was a bit more of a free for all. Now it's a lot more structured. But I will tell you, yeah, was it was not two grand, you absolutely right it was. But you know what? I got you know, eleven CDs worth of stuff. I got to spend some quality time with Gene and he signed stuff and he was great and it was fun. Again, two thousand dollars a lot of money, it is. But you know what? That was a couple years ago, and I'm still all smiles thinking about it. And isn't did that what it's called? What did,
0: what did all you get as your special gift? I know I, you opened it you
4: got a scarf, and I got some uh, unused tickets and stuff.
0: Okay, cool. What did so, you say, Tommy?
4: You got a rock. I got a rock. No, but 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 I tell you what, you know, just having all that music, and and also knowing that, you know, because some of those demos, you know, uh, did leak out before, but. Hearing Gene use the best available versions because they're off of his tapes. There's another. There's no tapes better than his, and especially you know the one that I you know I love the It's My Life demo from the Creatures era, and we finally got the demos from the Van Halen brothers. You know, um, it's just that stuff to me is priceless. You know, and, and you know why while you're speaking to that stuff too, Michael. There's another great idea if you if you redid the Love Gun one. Put the Van Halen demos on there for Christine Sixteen. On, I mean, on vinyl.
1: There's there's so much that, I mean, we know there's stuff they could do with rock and roll over. Yeah, I Lord mean, knows. You know, yeah. and and I I got to imagine, at yeah. now with with hey, hey
4: Mike, G, I got the master tape. Right. <laughs> you've got the master tape. I thought somebody else did. No, no, I I own the master. <laughs> tape. That is that is the one that every single copy. That you've heard of with those songs. This is the master master copy.
2: Wow.
4: um That. But you're right. I mean, if you do the rock and roll over one, see you in my dreams, take me and baby driver with Gene. There you go. Just put those three on vinyl. On,
1: on on vinyl. Uh, you know, there's got to be some other studio recordings laying around somewhere. You know, they. I got to imagine they could do the same thing with creatures now that they've. They're back in, in, in lots of discussions with Michael James Jackson. M- you know, if they made it worth his while, maybe Michael's got something he could dig out of a box, a cassette tape, some studio notes. There's stuff they could do rather than just, hey, I know, let's do Creatures of the Night on blue vinyl.
4: Or, or, or glow in like the dark Glow in the dark.
1: Already been done, people. Already been done. Yeah. Multiple times, so th- I don't know that. That's I know Kiss can do a lot more, and unfortunately, in this case, it's it does have to involve other bigger companies, i.e., labels and distributors and stuff, to make it happen. Well, it's you know, just they, sad. It's talk- not.
4: They've been talking about doing an elder one. Look, I've got those Fridays rehearsals. Um, I happen to have some other stuff that that I know you guys know about that, you know, hasn't seen the light of day that I bought a few years ago. And I I know there's, you know, you could make a really cool package um, on vinyl. Uh, Again, you could have on vinyl the original mix with as much of the pre-recorded, you know, storyline and then the second vinyl You know, uh, I'd be willing to license out a couple of the rehearsals I have, you know, Um, and, uh, you know, how cool would that be on vinyl? You know, I I think KISS fans, how much nerdier could you get? I mean, that that would be what KISS fans want.
1: No, I I agree. You know, I And, again, I'm only speaking for myself here, and I'm sure there's some fans that agree, but I'm only speaking for myself. I don't need another set of shot glasses. I don't need another set of coasters. I don't need another T-shirt. I don't need, you know, the list goes on. Another set of action figures. I don't need that stuff anymore. Gee, the coasters with the solo Mm -hmm. album images on it. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting 45 years to get that. I mean, come on. You know, there, there's so much you can do. Their catalog of assets, meaning the photos that they could reach out and potentially use, is just massive. Yeah.
3: It's true. But will they? That's the
1: problem. Well... Yeah, I, I I I'm 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 not holding out hope that we're going to get much for cool stuff because I felt like if it was going to happen, it would have happened here within this first year.
4: Well, maybe you know what though, Michael? Maybe after next year, or two years, whenever this is all over, maybe more so Gene than Paul. Maybe Gene would start going. Hey, you know, we've got all these pictures and bands not touring anymore, at least the band that, you know, you knew. But here's some here's some Kiss stuff, you know,
0: maybe that's how they're going to keep them, keep them alive.
4: Well, I, I think, not think all I, anymore,
0: but they're going to keep, keep releasing these. Faces I mean, let's face
4: it, Lisa, right. Uh, within the last year, there's been some new live Hendrix released. I mean this this stuff can go on for right.
1: well I, I agree I think the stuff will go on for forever with kiss whether it's what kind of project there will always be stuff being released. I just think they should have released they should have had something some program something that's directly tied into the end of the road from the first show on it's like I, I don't know think back during the reunion tour. When the Kiss remasters were announced, wasn't that the frickin' coolest, most talked about, sought after thing? Was it every three months, four more came out? And then three months later, four... Everybody was clamoring to get those and to listen to them. Where's that? And and that was part of the overall complete buzz
4: and excitement that was going on back then. well, Michael, to be fair, some of that was out of necessity because we've talked about it on the show before. Put it this way, for you younger fans, back in the, I think it was the early 90s, late 80s, some of the actual Kiss releases on CD had like static. Oh, no, yes. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, they weren't even done they were
1: well. They were using poor quality masters. Let's put it that way.
4: Yeah, I mean, there was like oxide on the freaking tapes they were using. It sounded like someone was using an out-of-time tambourine.
1: But, but, you know? but I guess, the and you're right, it, it had to happen out of necessity. And and everybody was, that was the when the first remaster craze was hitting everybody. Um, but I guess my point is, it still was really exciting, talked about, anticipated amongst the KISS fans. The tour was happening, but so was that. And so was all this other stuff. They had huge retail merchandise programs going on at the same time. Right now, all we got is the tour. That's it. There's no excitement outside of the tour happening here. There's no, oh, my God, what's? did you see what Spencer's is releasing limited quantity? As much as we joke on Spencer's, Spencer's did a lot to drive kisses attention and popularity too back during the reunion tour i mean there was you know i didn't buy most of it but it sure made me smile when i walked into a spencer's and saw an entire that half a wall bunch. with my band stuff on it i was like yeah okay you know strutting around a little bit that's my band there um where is that i was just
4: looking around for my ticket wheel remember that thing oh yeah Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And I have one laying around here somewhere. You know,
1: but so, that was, so, there so, was a great. That, that, I would where,
4: say that was a great example of something that was so fucking cheesy. What that ticket they, wheel. They did a psycho circus ticket wheel, like tickets from every show. I'm gonna try and find it. It's, cheap,
1: it's, cheap to produce because it was just leftover tickets from
4: promoters. Where the fuck did I put that thing? I have, I Matter of fact, I think I showed it on the show before. I think there it is. Hold on. I think it's under my pinball machine store. Hold on. You're, you're
1: you're like Ace Fraley now, just storing stuff on the floor in
4: the back. Yeah, it is. I knew it, I knew it was around here somewhere. Oh no, this isn't the ticket wheel. But I have the ticket wheel too. This is uh, still sealed. Remember these, mine? Oh yeah. Again, it was
1: tickets. You know, think about that for the band to produce. That was the, the Oh, big... this is
4: the Dodger Stadium one. They they did a. A commemorative, yeah, they they, they postmarked. Postmarked.
1: It. I mean, the the biggest cost on that was probably the frame, and Mark probably paid I don't know how many thousands for it.
4: No, no I actually got a really good deal on it.
1: <laughs> I, but you know, again, that I just wish there was more. I feel like there's just not outside of the tour and the show. There's not a lot of excitement going on
3: yeah that's fair
0: there I, think, I think they're just focusing on the tour and they don't want to deviate from that because right now and and and
1: know. and that and that's fair but you know they've got licensing companies they got people whose whole job is to build these programs and do all this retail and put these themes together and all gene and paul do is approve it Look at the mock-ups and approve it and give them comments back, and that's it. So, you know, that that's what gets me when fans are like, well, you know, if they spent less time making toys, they could do more music. No, you, you guys are clueless. They don't make the toys themselves. Somebody sends them an email that says, hey, we got somebody who wants to make this. Here's how much they're willing to pay. Here's your deal. Here's... You know a concept, and they go yes or no. And if they say yes, then they get some files sent to them of for approval and for proofs, and that's it. It's not like it's more work for Gene and Paul to do that. It doesn't take it their a- take their attention away
4: from something else.
0: is not ABC to
4: it always them? be cobbling like that SNL Christmas special? Oh, too
0: funny.
1: So, so you know, Tom, or not not Tommy, but Lisa, yeah, you know, I'm sure the band is just all focused on the tour because that's what they actually have to do. But somebody else could be focusing on this other stuff.
0: No, you're right. That makes sense. You know, if they could have somebody else do it for them. You're right.
4: All right, guys, you know, boy, uh, it is Taco Tuesday at the Chicken House. Just throwing it out there, you know. <laughs> As things I, I got to
1: say, we got Mark to sit yes, here for done. for ninety minutes while there were tacos waiting for him. So I consider that a Look, win. I have to I'm go, sorry, and I'm, I,
2: late.
4: I'm not I'm not a reheat in the microwave microwave guy. It, it's got to come out of the oven. So, guys, add another twenty minutes on to my delay eating, and I haven't eaten since. Uh, it, 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 we're going on what two hours? <laughs> <No>. Thirty <laughs> I minutes. did have some. Is he not snacking? When we when he answered, I did I did have some peanuts during the Definite show. snacking but counts. It is it is it is now quarter to seven. I ate lunch at uh, just before noon today, so it's you know you know uh,
1: we we can all understand this, but having a toddler. And you go, you know, why are they cranky? Why are they screaming? They need food. And as soon as you just shove something in their mouth, it's like, ah.
0: They're like, oh, yeah.
4: that's,
1: so, Mark. Look, that's Mark. That's Mark. We can I witness that with Mark. I was and
4: productive today, Tommy, only because I had a handful of cashews. And that's fine. I had my little Diet Coke going. I, I even turned the sound down at times because I know my crunches. You can hear them. But I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm happy. I'm in my zone, doing the show, eating my peanuts and shit. And, 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 but now now we're at the point where it's time to go eat dinner. It's he, needs get ugly. Real, sorry, get ugly. he needs real food. He needs meat, people. Meat. <laughs> no, it's get like ugly. I said, it's quarter to seven now. By the time we do our – because, guys, we're, we're not done recording. The minute Mike done, now we have to go back and restart the fucking show. And Lisa's got to do her intro. So we're a good another 15 minutes away from that. And then I will go upstairs, and then I'm going to have to reheat everything.
2: It's too because bad you I'll can't have somebody.
4: You... Well, hold on a second. Liz does something now on Tuesday she's been doing all summer. It's She Shed Tuesday with one of our neighbors. Because one of our neighbors has a she shed. And the girls go drink wine and stuff over there. So Liz will come back, you know, in, in a few hours. So I'm on my own for dinner now on Tuesdays. Uh-oh. She will make dinner, put it to the side. And then when I'm done with three sides, I will go upstairs. Mark, Mark and- that's
1: <laughs> truly not on your own for dinner.
0: Uh-oh. There goes the cat down the stairs.
1: Is that <laughs> bad or good?
0: Uh, probably not good because the gate's not there. And now it'll go down into the backyard. <laughs>
4: As long as a coyote doesn't come running by.
0: Well, she just kind of.
4: We've know. been getting coyotes in our neighborhood.
0: We, we, get, get, them, them, <laughs> we get them too. We get them too. Since we moved in the new house, um, we don't. They're not as prominent as they were in the old house, but.
4: By the way, I'm going to be getting hold of Brian soon. I scored a big score that uh, I can't wait to share with him.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yes. You have to tell him. Reach Is he here he there? Yeah.
4: Oh, Brian, I, I bought but he's not a job here right now. He's up. in the house. If he was here, he'd be feeling Lisa up. <laughs> if yeah. look if I was there, I'd be doing that too. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I bought an original Blizzard of Oz tour poster. Now for those who know, this is what's that it's from England. It's from the very first Blizzard of Oz tour. Oh my um God. before before they came to America and they were you know, they replaced Tommy Aldridge. This is with the original band. Oh, my one God. One of the very, very first shows, and it's fucking huge. So I was, like, so, like I I, super. I'm crazy kiss poster collector, but there's also concert posters from stuff like that I get really nutty over. I like collecting those, too. Because one of the things when I eventually retire, I'd like to have, like, some really, like, classic concert posters throughout my house that I can frame really nice. That would be fun. And this one's cool because it, it's one of the earliest dates on the Blizzard of Oz tour. And on the poster, like, they had to cancel the week before. And it's, it's in, you know, magic marker. They cross it out and <laughs> put the new date. You remember how they used to do off. that on the old posters? And, and it, it says Blizzard of Oz on it. And there's a picture of, you know, Ozzy. And uh, oh, cool. I, I really like collecting anything Blizzard of Oz because it was so short-lived. For yeah. those who don't know, Ozzy Osbourne's solo career, there was supposed to be a band called Blizzard of Oz, and that was the way they originally sold it. Um, but then Sharon got involved. I mean, Sharon was involved from the start, but next thing you know, uh, you know, they kicked the other two out. And Read Bob Daisley's For Fact's Sake book, if you want to get the whole thing. Yep. I,
1: I actually am more interested in the fact that 15 minutes ago, Mark blamed us for the show having to go longer and here he is ranting about Blizzard of Oz for 15 minutes.
4: Because Brian wants to know. He
0: was being kind. Thank you. Oh, I Lisa's get it. Bud. I get it. I'm well, all Well, Lisa's my
4: bud. Her husband's a great guy. I We talk about stuff like Randy Rhodes and cool stuff like that. Mark I needs just, a, I Mark
1: wants us to end the show so we can go eat, and yet he just keeps talking.
4: He loves the Blizzard
0: of Oz. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I got a new tattoo. Just a tattoo.
1: You got a tattoo?
0: a new one Where? I'll show you. you see it? Nice. Ooh. Mm. Vegas.
4: Were you
1: drunk?
0: Nope. Nope. I just Let's
4: get got some that. new ink a few months ago too. So
0: Everybody else was getting Mercedes logos. I got a Gene Simmons icon. I'm going to get all four of them.
1: Why would somebody put a Mercedes logo on their body? I was there
0: for a Mercedes conference.
1: And again, why would you put a Mercedes logo on your body?
0: Because they're dedicated. There were nine of them. Nine of them wow. that did it. I, I have like, no
4: tattoos, and nor will I ever. So no? there's no problems with them. I just it's just not for me.
0: Brian always says, "says Why would you want to put a bumper sticker on a Cadillac?"
4: It's exactly.
0: That's what he said. It's I guess I'm not a Cadillac.
1: Smart. Oh, you're You're a Cadillac to us. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. So let's come up with some homework so Mark can go eat some tacos. What do you What do you think? What's your um, What's your opinion on on the end of the road tour and everything surrounding it up to this point? And what do you?
0: Hold on, I gotta get someone to get the cat. Keep talking.
1: (laughs) And what do you hope for? For 2020. Yeah, I think that's good. And did you like Lisa's tattoo? Yes.
0: All right. They're going to get the cat. Hi.
4: Cool. All right. All right. We're wrapping
1: it up. All right. So that's it. You know where to go. Facebook.com/slash/three sides of the coin. Three sides of the coin.com. Spreaker, YouTube, SoundCloud you can find us everywhere. Of course, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review on iTunes and subscribe on YouTube. We greatly appreciate it. That's it. We'll see everybody next Peace. week.
2: So, you love the show. Go to itunes.3sidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of 3 sides of the coin. Thanks. download your free free copy of the kiss school of marketing 11 lessons i learned working with kiss the number one downloaded business book on noise trade go to books.noisetrade.com slash michael branvold you're listening to three sides of the coin so you love the show Go to iTunes.3sidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.